When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney. friends and thank you for joining us okay there it goes <laughs> I was like, what uh what's happening uh, there we go nice to uh nice to be back in studio after yeah. a couple of days sort of floating around it's all good got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today what would you like first Sarah Mahoney let's start off today's show day with some bad news yeah don't you hate it when you send 92 million dollars worth of precious jewels to a psychic so they can cleanse them of evil spirits and then shockingly the psychic steals them from you damn who could have seen that coming i mean the psychic knows coming yeah i guess <laughs> 92 million dollar jewelry heist traced back to a man who claimed to be a psychic convinced his victim to send 17 precious gems and watches promising them a spiritual cleanse the theft included a 13.15 carat pink diamond worth 34 million dollars itself I mean, if you were this rich and this dumb, you deserve to have your stuff stolen. I'm sorry, you do. Yeah, I have no, I have no sympathy for somebody who has a hundred million dollars worth of jewels, because it's not jewelry at that point; it's jewels, uh, and getting fleeced by a psychic. Man, that's on you, man. That's- well, so kind of, though. So here, here's the wrinkle in it, is that it wasn't like the actual outright owner of it. It was an employee of where the gem was housed that was seeking a psychic for relationship and love advice. And then he got connected with the psychic online. The psychic, some dude named John Lee in Florida, pawned off all of the jewelry for a fraction of the value. He was then arrested in New Jersey, charged with wire fraud, mail fraud, interstate transportation of stolen goods. But, yeah. I mean, that is... How much do you think that he got for the 13.15 carat pink diamond that was worth $34 million? I bet he got $20,000. you are probably right. Probably I mean, got 20 G's He got a it. used Honda. How does that... <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, even a cord. You got a Civic. You got an element. <laughs> uh, some, uh, some good news today as well. I guess, like, if you've been sweating out this latest goofy deadline for the real ID required for U.S. air travel, uh-huh. you're getting another reprieve. So the federal government has again delayed the nationwide security requirements. Okay. For driver's license and other IDs. I guess our security, it doesn't matter to our government. I mean, it's just like, man. Like, this is so stupid to begin with. Can you guys set realistic deadlines? Like, if you set a deadline, I get the pandemic happening and everything else. But if you set a deadline, then you have to move it back six Dude. times. Well, even then, like, I remember it was five or six years ago I got mine. Because they were pushing whatever. They're like, you're not going to be able to travel anywhere. And we were going on, you know, we were flying overseas. And so we wanted to make sure that, like, that and our passport. And so it's like, I went through all those stupid oops. But it's just like, (sighs) more theater that exists and more bureaucracy for no damn reason. So, 
If you don't have the little gold star on your ID, you can you can fly Southwest another day. Uh, until May 7th of 2025, actually. <laughs> Plenty of time. So, until they push it back again. Just keep kicking that can, baby. Uh-huh. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Mahoney, we know that the uh, the opioid addicts out there have you know gotten out of control, and it's you know big part of these companies like Purdue Pharma have been pushing opioids and prescribing them to people, and oh yeah, it's ruined a lot of people's lives. Dope Six a great you know show to watch, opens yeah. the eyes of a a lot of to open the eyes of a lot of people who weren't who didn't know corporate greed is what led to a lot of people's lives being ruined. Yeah, uh, but and this this is a first. There was what I can only assume was an opi- opioid addict that broke into a doctor's office, okay. like smashed the glass door mm-hmm. to get into the building, and uh, really kind of freaked out all of the people that were working there, the employees. So they had to call in these people, uh, obviously, to remove the opioid addict, which happens to be a, uh, a large Virginia cow. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> a pair of Virginia cow catchers responded to a doctor's office when a 650-pound bovine smashed through the glass doors and entered the building. The cow had jumped from the back of a trailer and ran down the road to the area around the Orange Family Physicians. The cow became spooked when the Wranglers arrived, ran around the building, crashed through the glass doors, entered the office. No word on if he actually demanded any opioids at that moment. Just seems pretty suspicious. Drug-seeking cows. Mm-hmm. That's what we got to watch out for here in America. Uh-huh. I mean, it's they're coming for you. Can you imagine how terrifying that would be if you're just at work? They're saying that employees had to run for cover as the Wranglers were trying to lasso and escort the cow, which thankfully was not injured by running through the plate glass window out of the building. But, like, what do you do? Because we've seen those videos of, like, the deer Deer. jumping through the windows. Deers are are crazy, too, right? But, yeah, a 650-pound spooked cow just running shop in your office? I'm more impressed that they had two cow Wranglers. On speed dial. Yeah. They got there almost instantly. I mean, thank goodness for Yellowstone, like, reviving that industry, right? Everyone's out here lassoing everything. (laughs) This is David Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Have you ever snoozed your alarm so many times that you were actually late to work? Message deleted. I mean, with as time sensitive as our job is, we don't really have the luxury of rolling in late ever. No. Um, so I feel like regardless of how tired I am, my body has gotten used to getting up when my alarm goes off. The only thing that, that does scare me is I've got one of those chargers that you set your phone on. Same. And I so, hate it. I do too, man. I bought it with the when they got the QI charging, when yeah, it became a feature. it's going to be so convenient and this and, and that. And then you're like, it's, it's just such not. garbage because when you're in bed at night and your phone's dying, yeah, then you, you get, have to like hold that to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so like, I'm just such a junkie, man. I need to just put my, like I had a like a 15-foot long phone charger that was next to my bed. Just use that again. I need yeah. to just go back to that because you. it's yeah. I, there's no point. I think I just do it because it's there, but there's been several times where it has died because of that. But I There's also, nothing worse than waking up in a panic and your phone being totally dead. Yeah, I I I've I've over I've had the alarm not set. I've never and I may have even missed one, but like a continuous snooze. Is not my, uh, that's not my bag. I don't like that. There was that one time, it's been years, 
but there was that one time where I had had to drive four hours <laughs> and got back at like two o'clock in the morning and had to be up super early. Well, you the drove next four day. four hours each way, four hours each way in the same day, yeah. and then had a, like a, a a really long work day in Los Angeles at the same time. And I was exhausted after the fact. And my alarm, I guess, was going off the whole time. And I just didn't hear it. Yeah, I thought you were dead. You thought I was dead. I mean, you and I, at that point, we had known each other for, you know, over 10 years, 12 years, whatever it was. And, you know, you're a very responsible person. Uh, And so we sent our producer at the time to your house. and To investigate. And and he he was like, no, he's not there. And I'm like, all I could think about, like, I'm pulling up, like, highway patrol records and looking at accidents and i'm like oh my god dave's dead on the side of the road because i remember driving back that night and it was one of those things where i like had the windows rolled down to try to keep myself awake just so exhausted you know it's when it's you're driving and it's dark out too and you're you're so tired oh it's in the the desert like it's when you long patches of yes highway just become mesmerizing you, you you can roll down the windows turn up the ac turn on your music and there's something and still just like do nothing so but when i finally did get home i just crashed out thankfully we had a friend who was a cop at the time and he came over and actually like looked in the window of my garage yeah. to see if i was there and realized that i was and then even though all of my alarms didn't wake me up his cop knock did. Dude, that's a knock. He knows how you to know. He, he knew how to knock, and I was like, "What is it? that?" You know, <laughs> they need to. It's a dog throwing up and a cop knocking on your door at uh, late at night. Those uh, are the two things that will get you out of you bed. Are getting up, whether uh-huh. you like it or not. Please leave a message after the tone. You guys really need to watch Deck the Halls before this holiday's over. Message deleted. Is that the Sinbad and Arnold uh, movie? Maybe. And why do we need to watch that? Producer Jordan, what is that? That is the movie that was on our movie quote quiz a little while ago. It is with uh, Danny DeVito. Oh. He's a car salesman. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, who was it? Danny DeVito and Paul Rudd or something like that? It wasn't Paul Rudd. Whatever. Uh, No, we don't need to watch that. Shut up, dude. Please leave a message after the tone. Sorry, Mahoney, that you, your wife, you know, had to wake you up, you know, in a panic, and that you walk through the house in the dark. You know, I don't know what it is why you don't want to turn on lights, so that's stupid, because you're going to get killed anyway if they're already in your house, like Audrey was saying, you know? Hey, if I'm going to die in my house late at night, I want it to be in the dark. You don't. You don't want to see it. Coming. I don't. Yeah, my yeah. like. I don't want to have to like squint. Yeah. It's just, just, just. <laughs> yeah. Like, Keep I'll, the lights off. Yeah. Just dying even... and sex. The lights off. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. So Mahoney, I guess you've heard of this. Producer Jordan's heard of this. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Chess boxing is a thing. You've never heard of chess boxing before? Has it been around for a Dude, long time? Dude, it's like one of the most Russian things in the world. Oh, so this is in Russia. Well, well I don't know if this one Russia. was in Russia, but this I believe the origins of chess boxing uh, were created in Russia. All right. So just to try to understand this, 
because I'd never heard of this before. Like I've seen all the the slapping stuff over in Russia, which is making its way here to America. Dana White's slap series or whatever mm-hmm. they're calling it is our slap. Be, I think is what yeah, it's called. It's, yeah, I mean people are going to watch it because it's, it's, it's ludicrous. Yes, and it's just people <laughs> slapping the hell out of yeah. each other, which Americans love. We do. Uh, I like how they chalk their hands first. You got to so chalk really the hands. What? Yeah, you got to, Dave. But I thought, I mean, that was ridiculous. I've also seen. Have you seen the MMA where they like duct tape one hand to the table? Oh, is that like, and then they just like just, basically don fry it where they yeah, punch each other in the, the face? Yeah, a lot of each other. I ha- I've seen the team yeah. MMA. I mean, we're always trying to reinvent combat sports, but chess boxing, as far as I know, has been around for quite some time. And Jordan was texting me, I think it was yesterday or the day before, about some chess boxing that was on Twitch. Was this a, a like was, a, a fight card that you were looking forward to? Yeah, so it was on <laughs> YouTube, actually. Okay. Um, it's uh, Ludwig's Mogul Chess Boxing Championship. Ah, Which, catchy name. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Uh, so l- l- let me try to explain the format here and tell me if I'm wrong. So they get into the ring, and is the chessboard in the ring or is it out of the ring? So it's on a, like, small platform. Okay. So they play around a chess, and then it gets lifted off the stage, and oh, then they box. Got it. So they play chess for, you said, two minutes? Two minutes. And, and then they box for 90, 90 seconds. seconds, and they do that for, that's a round. Yes. And they do that for how many rounds? Uh Three rounds of uh, three rounds of both. Then there's a fourth round of chess at the end until either time runs out in chess or someone gets checkmated. And of course, if you get knocked out in boxing, then it's also over. Correct. And they have a referee in there. Yes, the whole bit. The whole bit. Uh, how do most of these end? Like, if you had to just guess, like statistically, are most people getting knocked out? Are most people losing in chess? Mostly going to a decision. What normally happens? So last uh, the the match that the current championship that happened, um, it was actually about fifty fifty split. A lot of people got uh, knocked out from TKOs where they were constantly getting dazed, and the ref had to stop the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was a lot that went all seven rounds. There were I think it was ten cards, and five of them went to round seven. You can have seven rounds. Yes. Or, or is each round it's like round chess. one is chess, round two is boxing? Yes, okay, yes. so you're you're never boxing more than three rounds. Correct. Doesn't this seem like something like one of the Klitschko brothers would be like all in on? Because both those guys are just incredibly smart and crazy good boxers. Yeah, I mean I know they're busy. They got some stuff going on yeah, right yeah, now, they're trying to yeah, fend off the Russians country and, and yeah, all, that. all that stuff. All that stuff. Yeah, but I mean, like, what would stop a dude like that from just being like, "All right, I'm going to learn a little bit of chess and then just wallop this well, dude"? You, I mean, if you're like last night, according to Jordan, there was like a chess grandmaster. So I mean, you're dealing with somebody who can probably beat you at chess pretty quickly, and it's not like you could just sit there. You have to move at a certain amount of time. Oh, okay. On so you their... can't just sandbag and think the whole time. Yeah. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that, what what I love about this because again, I've never heard of this before, is that you think about like the cross section of people that would be really good at chess, and there's not a lot of crossover with individuals that you would think would be good really good my boxers. money will go on the boxers i mean it would yeah mm-hmm. i i would think most of the time but or if you're you know just kind of good at both you know good it, enough yeah could, could really you know you're a jack of all trades i just don't want our promotions team to suggest that this is what you and i do well i mean we did kind of blend ping pong and boxing yes which I would do that again. That I mean, I don't want to box, but we could do ping pong. Why don't we just do like a ping pong and tetherball 
fight for charity. A ping pong and tetherball? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. We play tetherball with ping pong paddles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'll whoop your ass, tetherball. Mm, no, you won't. Oh, yeah. No, you won't. Oh, yeah. No, you won't. I've I, I whooped your ass at literally Well, since we have done. a new business daddy now, uh-huh. we, you know, we were supposed to have a tetherball match. Yeah. That was for charity, and uh, the former business daddy's legal department was like, so, no, tetherball is too dangerous. You're like... It's on every playground in America. What are you talking about? It's like, are we? Am I going to choke to death? Is uh, am I going to be too close to the pole? Dave gets a you know a ringer, wraps around my neck, and then all of and a sudden I'm very aroused. Call or text us at eight three three yo and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places, does it smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, Mahoney, everyone's looking for love in their own way, and many people think the best place to find love is not at work, it's not at the bar, it's on the internet. It's become more and more common, but one thing that has held true over many years is Craigslist and the Misconnection Inspection, or at least that's where you'll find a gold mine of really creepy people looking to do really creepy things. Dave, many years ago, when we were just neophyte, broadcasters we put our hands on a stack of old playboys that we found in your rich dad's basement and we swore that we would help these freaks fly their flag as high as they can and find true love because there truly is a lid for every pot out there this one is entitled kara with a k it is a man for a woman we met wednesday night you were dancing next to your sister and i overcame my shyness to come talk to you when you took a water break thought we had a nice connection and i was really hoping to see you again but of course i didn't get your contact info and you didn't show up for crepes the next day <laughs> hope this somehow finds ah. you you walked over to a girl at a dance club and you struck up a conversation about you didn't crepes. get her phone number but you invited her to crepes i feel like you may have been drunk <laughs> and uh the music may have been too loud it wasn't creeps crepes it was you you're a creeps <laughs> that's exactly right uh, this is an interesting one. I don't. I don't know if there's some code in here or what, but it's. It says twenty six, male for male. Mm-hmm. Squant. I have your black and white feather. As you ran half naked into the night, clutching at the homemade loincloth that just would not stay on your nice butt, your black and white feather fell onto the sidewalk. I'd love to give it to you. I was the creepy mime who lent you a jacket for a moment. This feels like some weird cultural appropriation. <laughs> hey, man, I'm all for getting your perv on. You do you. But do it respectfully. Do this, it respectfully. This one's entitled, this is also male for male, 27 years old. It's entitled Parade Pass Out. Hi, saw you passed out in the street during the parade. Thought you were cute. Maybe oh drink a little God. less next time. I wrote a website on your chest. Write me back with the name of the website. You wrote a website on some passed out guy's oh, chest? Horrible marketing. Uh, you're passed out at a parade? Because I have. What? No. <laughs> you have? Uh, well, maybe not passed out, but blacked out. Did somebody write a website on your chest by chance? No, this was like... What was the parade for? Do you it remember? was the St. Patrick's Day Parade uh, in Soulard, uh, which is uh, like a part of the city of St. Louis. Okay. And we were in a Ford Escort pony. You were a part of the parade? Well, we kind of got into it. We made a wrong turn. <laughs> you accidentally joined a parade and blacked out? And, uh, yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> okay, this next one is entitled Courtyard. It is man for woman and woman. 
Okay. To the two beautiful women working last night at the courtyard, you kept smiling at me. We made eye contact many times. I don't know your names, but I can't stop thinking of your glow. I hope you're out there, and I would love to come in and visit again. Hopefully, I won't be too nervous to uh, to talk to you. Is this like courtyard, like a courtyard Marriott? Yeah, like a courtyard hotel. Dude, if there's two women behind the counter and they kept looking over at you and smiling, they're not hot for you. They're laughing at you. Or they think you're going to murder them. (laughs) Or they're very nervous, yeah. That's right. Uh, DMV, man for woman, beautiful girl that held the door for my kids and I. You were very beautiful. I kicked myself for not talking to you more. All I had the nerve to say was thank you very much. I wish I had said more. If you see this, please feel free to message me. Is there any worse place to possibly try to pick up somebody than the DMV? Who has endorphins firing when they're at the DMV? You could offer me $100,000 at the DMV, and I still wouldn't be excited about it until I got home. Yeah. Final one. This is uh, Walmart Saturday evening because who doesn't love a hot, steamy connection at a Walmart? Late night at a Walmart. Mm -hmm. Things are getting weird. You said to me that it seems weird we keep bumping into each other in a few aisles. We talked a little bit, and I found you to be extremely beautiful, but was too nervous to talk a lot. I did enjoy the view when you bent down to look at something. On purpose, maybe? You had on jean shorts and a black top. If you're interested in talking more, you were looking for a certain bath item so you could go home. Can't say too much here. Both of us were with others. Definitely made my night chatting with you. Let me know what bath item you found in front of me. I hope to hear from you. Dude, if we go more than two aisles of us going in the same, like, opposite direction, but in the same aisle, I'm skipping an aisle. We cannot keep doing that. I don't like it. More than, you just you just cannot. You got to move. Otherwise, you, I feel like you're gonna, I'm going to catch, a, like, a stalking charge. I, I feel like that's what was going on here. Like, 100%. She, she was like, hey, it's pretty weird how we keep ending up in the same aisle. Could that stop? Meanwhile, he's like heavily breathing while standing behind her while she bends over to try to get something off a shelf. I mean, Saturday night, jorts. Mm. You put on your jorts and went to Walmart. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. <laughs> Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. You know, it's real easy to judge these people in the Redneck Report because, yes, many of them do things that are extraordinarily stupid. But as Jesus himself said, let he who has not robbed a Circle K out of boredom throw the first charge. Yes. I I I believe that that. is uh, is Corinthians. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) A dude was arrested wearing a hat that said police and a pair of sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> robber handed- Please tell me he had an FBI female body <laughs> inspector shirt on as well. The robber handed the teller a note with the words assault and money on it before running off and getting the cash. Two days later, a Circle K was robbed. This time, a store clerk was handed a note that said, give me all the money and a pack of 305 100s, please. Hell yeah. Just hey, like specific. Just like before, dude was wearing a police hat and sunglasses. When officers responded to the scene, they found a 45-year-old dude by the name of Nicholas in front of the store, still in possession of his stolen cigarettes and cash. He confessed to robbing both the bank and the Circle K because he was, quote, bored. I mean, sometimes, you know, wherever you may be, you know, mm. you just some you need a hobby and that uh, that like bright light late at night just draws you to it. Yeah, moth you're like, to I, a have flame. This, I have this police cap and these sunglasses. What Why shall not? I do? Why let's, not? Let's go robbing. Speaking of the female body inspectors shirts, you know, you are in a crappy tourist. Oh, yeah. Tchotchke store. Oh, yeah. 
I am shocked that in a mo- in, in today's age day and age that those still exist. Like, who's out there buying these? Because literally, the I see FBI them. shirts, and then the I'm with stupid with the arrow pointed to your. You're down in uh, Hollywood Boulevard. You're on the Las Vegas Strip. Any any port you go into oh, on a cruise ship, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Oh yeah, can tell you first Daytona. Experience. Oh yeah. Man, I'm it's a, a requirement to actually get into Daytona. <laughs> you have to be you wearing to your them, female yeah. body inspector's T-shirt. So maybe the uh, the daughter of the year, a woman who's actually a journalist as well, is facing kidnapping and other charges after authorities say that she dragged her 88-year-old mother from her home and had her involuntarily placed in an assisted living facility and then financially exploited her out of more than $200,000. This is that she was involved in politics in a way, too, I believe. Yeah, so she, well, yeah, she she worked as a columnist for the Washington Post. Dude, she was crazy. a guest on Fox News. She appeared on uh, Tucker Carlson shows. But, yeah, she's being sought with, I mean, exploiting an elder, elderly person, and she was arrested. This is this is why I just want to die. She was on the early. run, too. She, she relocated to Mexico to avoid arrest. She's now been arrested, charged with all sorts of things, defrauding somebody, kidnapping, false imprisonment fraudulent use of personal identification you're saying you want to die early so that way you don't have kids that exploit you for your money yeah i mean not that i'm going to have money Mm -hmm. to be exploited for but could you imagine i mean maybe it's just so hard for me and you to imagine because we love our moms so much i can't imagine like maybe if we had like really crappy parents yeah we you could justify doing Something like that, but I just in a million years, it's like the last thing that, like, I, you know, I tell my wife, like, my biggest hesitation about having kids is like, what if they turn out to be like the worst versions of us? And we are already the worst versions of our parents. Like, this is <laughs> this is not going to be good for anybody. Things have devolved ever since. Yes, your parents' generation's gotten worse with you. What if it gets worse with the with the next one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, of old people, 76-year-old Michael James Powers facing a couple of years behind bars and multiple charges after his neighbor discovered bullet holes in the side of his house yeah. and a bullet on the window ledge of his son's bedroom. Sometimes you got to pop some off, Dave. Michael told police that he was trying to shoot a damn red squirrel that was on his bird feeder <laughs> from his bedroom window. <laughs> <laughs> he, what he, kind of gun was he using? Do we know? It was was a, thankfully, it was just a twenty-two, which okay. is why you know these bullets. I thought were, it was a handgun. I mean, it's, it's a bold move to try to pop off a squirrel. <laughs> He's like, damn, I thought I got him. This is David Mahoney. Time to play Tipsy through the quad or toddler on David Mahoney. Bill is joining us for a round of tips here, Tyler, this morning. How's it going, Bill? Do you spend more time this weekend around very drunk people or little kids or both? Uh, mostly little kids. Mostly little kids. All right, excellent. So, again, what's actually being said here is by somebody who's hammered or a little kid. They've all been transcribed. You're trying to figure out which is which. Mahoney doesn't know the correct answer, so he's going to be trying to help you out today. you got to get three out of the five correct in order to win, okay? Sounds good. All right, so here's the first one. And all of these are two-person conversations, uh, with the exception of one of them that has a third person mixed in there as well. So here we go. Number one, you have cute shoes. Thank you. They're boots. Do I have cute shoes? Yes. <laughs> oh, man, I feel like this is this could be a real somebody who's real drunk or just a real happy kid. <laughs> I think I'm leaning towards, I don't know about you, Bill, I'm leaning towards a toddler who's very proud of their new boots. 
I was thinking tipsy, but you're right more than I am, so I'll go with <sighs> I would I wouldn't go that far, Bill. <laughs> so Bill is your final answer, toddler? Yes. You should have gone with your gut, man. Dude, that that was uh, that was that's a dirty. that was a young lady who was actually being processed for a DUI. <laughs> you cute shoes? Thank you. Your boots. Do you have cute shoes? Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, oh man, got to make the small talk when you get arrested. You cute shoes? Thank you. Your boots. Do you have cute shoes? Yes. <laughs> he is not entertained. No, he is not. All not right, so that sorry one, about that, Bill. That one you got incorrect. All right, here we go. On to number two. Frosty the Snowman, I need beer. Okay, you sing it. I need beer. Can you sing Frosty Cold Beer? Oh, God. I mean, the obvious answer feels like tipsy, but it almost feels too obvious, doesn't mm. it, Bill? But is it so obvious that it's not obvious that we've it's a, we've got a double red herring here? double cross? Here? Yeah. I, I think that one's definitely tipsy. I would. Oh, we got to play the odds on that one. I'm with you on that one. No, I'm sorry, guys. Oh my God! Uh, you, you, your gut wasn't once again was right. Let's have a listen. Frosty the Snowman. I need beer. Okay, you sing it. I need beer. Can you sing Frosty? Cold beers. <laughs> that Is that kid working for a, ba- a major league baseball team? Walking <laughs> up and down the stairs. Who needs beer? <laughs> <laughs> Thought that we had child labor laws for a reason. <laughs> All right, so Bill, I'm sorry you Damn got it. too wrong out of the gate. You got to get these next three correct. Okay, here we go on to number three. Okay, the lettuce is killing me because you had to eat salad. Is this a? Is this a? Audio clip of me you, when I've been drunk. Yeah, my own kid. Everybody knows salad makes me throw up. Uh, I think this is a tipsy person. I think so too. You sure about that, <laughs> Bill? Toddler? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, Bill. I don't know how you got that one? This <laughs> is killing me because <laughs> you had to eat salad. <laughs> 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 One more time. Let's do that again. The lettuce is killing me. Because <laughs> you had to eat salad. <laughs> Dude, I feel you, kid. I am there every time anything uh, green touches my tongue. <laughs> Which is why me and Shrek could never be lovers. Oh. <laughs> Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Hey. All right, here we go. On to number four. You got one correct. Are you sure you don't want to eat something or meow? Woof, meow, woof, meow. That has to be a tipsy person. It's 100% tipsy person. <laughs> I was thinking toddler again. Oh, yeah? Man. That. Sure about that, Bill? Uh, I'll say tipsy. Yeah, wow. Excellent. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Oh, boy. Dude, you have been overserved when you've just regressed into just making animal noises. All right. Fifth and final one. It all comes down to Somehow this. Somehow this has been correct. maybe the worst game of Tipsy or Tyler we've ever played. Maybe so. You guys, I think Bill has <laughs> gotten every single one wrong. It's impressive. <laughs> it's impressive. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. I've led you astray. You're, you're still in it. It all comes down to this. Here we go. My life is ruined. Why? Because I'm hungry. My life is ruined. Again, I feel like this could be me when I was a kid or when I was 
very, very drunk. I'm going to leave this one up to you, Bill. I'm just going to shut up. Man, this one's hard because this one could be either. Maybe toddler, but I'm going to go with tipsy. Really? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The odds of getting all five wrong are one in 32. Wow. That is impressive, Bill. Do not go to the casino today, Bill. Let's have a listen. Why? Text us at 833 and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Okay, so I don't want to be overly dramatic here, but I was telling you, Mahoney, about how not that long ago my wife got that really creepy letter to the house that had a couple of, like, printed out news articles and one was talking about a dog being repossessed and violence and, you know, coming to someone's front door and attacking him with a hatchet or something like that. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we were reading those, and they were pretty creepy because whoever sent these letters... Didn't include anything with them. There was no real context. And we had to like delve through those to kind of put together a story that we at least thought made sense. It kind of made sense. Which, but they, like, they had a couple of social media clips as well where they blacked out a name, but you could still see it if you yeah. looked on the reverse side, which we did some detective work. And again, we pieced it together. But it was addressed to like my wife's maiden name, which, which is weird because it would never be on that house because you got married. You got married before two we houses moved. before that, exactly. Yeah. So a lot of weird things about it. Um, but we, you know that was kind of the end of it. Is it was just sort of like weird. But it was right around the time that that show, The Watcher, mm-hmm. was becoming a thing on Netflix and everything else, which made it even creepier when we actually finally did watch that show. Um, but I just got something else in the mail, and I've never seen anything like this. It was. Like a shipping envelope. Okay. Like if you ordered something small off of Amazon. So it's maybe like three by five sort of thing. But it wasn't the Amazon white packaging. It wasn't whatever. an Amazon package. It looked like it was just regular USPS. Uh, I don't like opening envelopes like that, man. Like we, we occasionally it, get those to the radio station. It had like a proper like shipping label. So it looked professional-ish, okay. right? Okay. It wasn't like crazy writing because those are the ones that really creep it, me it, out. It was just, a, it was a printed label. So, okay. it looked, but it was from like somewhere random, some small town in Kentucky that I'd never heard of. And I thought, oh, maybe my wife just ordered something small for from the Etsy girls or, or something. something like yeah, that. yeah. Sure. It could be, a, could be a thing. And I open it and all it is, is a printed out and this is like a label as well so this is a sticker right yeah and let me read to you what this says okay and i can't make any sense of this it says dear customer when you see this message your goods will be delivered to your home immediately if you have any questions please contact us first and we will solve it for you as soon as possible thank you again for shopping in our store thank you for your help on the way to your career I send you the most sincere blessings. Make beautiful wishes. Make all your wishes come true. All of your prayers are fulfilled, and all happiness and happiness can be seen. I wish you all the best. Be happy every day, and send you the most sincere wishes. Best wishes. This isn't creepy. This is just somebody whose English is not their first language. You think? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I hope you're right. 
Yeah, that's not creepy at all. That's just somebody who. Thank you for your help on the way to your career. I send you the most sincere blessings. Make beautiful wishes. Make all your wishes come true. All your prayers are fulfilled. And all your happiness and happiness can be seen. I mean, sure. That sounds like a a nice well wishes from whoever this person is that sent you. Oh, so you would be encouraged by this. So maybe I I shouldn't be creeped out. This is like just totally totally normal. you know, uh, uh, poorly spoken uh, fortune cookie or something. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So I feel, I don't, I feel I don't so think much better I, now. I don't think anybody's coming to murder you. You sure? I mean, I hope not. I feel like this is precisely what the person would be saying as they were murdering I you. think it's just this is either I that or the most some... sincere blessings make beautiful do, do they leave contact yeah. information? Nope. Nothing else. And just also, that. no goods have been promptly delivered to my house either, so. There's that. So if this is goodbye, it's been a hell of a run, old boy. Can I take out more life insurance on you? I would suggest it. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. My question for you guys is, what is the dumbest that you have ever broken up with someone or been broken up with someone for? Because my last one was because I had a heart attack. Can you beat that one? Message deleted. You had a heart attack and she dumped you because of that? That is ice cold. Cold Cold-blooded. Oof. Um, I don't know. Do, Do you get reasons why people break up with you? I mean, like, I don't think I've ever gotten a reason like like given to me other than it's not you it's me or i'm moving on type of reason when somebody ends something with you i've never got like it's because you play call of duty too much even though that's probably what my uh when my wife divorces me will uh probably be pro- call of duty. Pro- probably be the case but the i mean i wouldn't say the dumbest reason i ever broke up with somebody but the weirdest reason i ever broke up with somebody is that i realized a woman who i was seeing looked like my mom and that was it and there was never I've any- seen that girl, and obviously you've seen your mom. Yeah, and yeah, I, when somebody pointed it out to you and you couldn't unsee it, couldn't unsee I was it. like, really? Come on! And then I saw it. I'm like, oh no, yeah, yep. that checks out. Never saw it, yep. and then that was it. Like, dude, mm-hmm. the moment that seed was planted in my head, there was that was it. There Killed was just it. done zero traction. Nope. <laughs> just yeah. like, and you can't tell that. Like, how do you tell that person that? So it wasn't really a dumb reason, but I got broken up with by a girl one time, and she started banging the assistant manager at a uh, at a Hampton Inn, and that just that still sticks with me, man. He, I, I caught. Them. Do you not stay at Hamptons because of that? Still, <laughs> many years no. later, <laughs> boycotting Hamptons. <laughs> no. the, the bad part is, is that I had a, a suspicion that she was cheating on me with this guy, mm-hmm. and she told me she had plans one night that we originally had plans. And I was like, you know, I bet you, I bet she's cheating on me tonight with this guy. And I drove by his work, and sure enough, her car is sitting outside, and I see it in the parking lot. And I walk up to it, and they're both sitting in the car. And I remember, like, you know, getting mad and me like, yeah. what the hell? And he got out of the car, and he was wearing the short sleeve shirt, a with a short tie? sleeve button up shirt with a tie. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh man, I just hate everything about you. I mean, a short sleeve shirt with a tie, unless you were working. At a uh, uh, like a fast food establishment, that is not okay anywhere, or unless you got like John Cena level guns. And it's still, nah, no. Nah. I nah. mean, John Cena could probably pull that off. You have to rip the sleeves off, like no sleeves. You okay, go, you go no sleeves, no not, sleeves, sh- not short <laughs> sleeves, man. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. 
When you were young, would you and your friends ever cruise around town in separate cars and get in trouble? Message deleted. Dude, that was all we did. I loved cruising. I think that still is part of why I love just driving when I need to, like, clear my head. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking, like, on the freeways during rush hour. I like going out late at night and just getting into my car and driving Hmm. because it's like when there's nobody on the road. I, I used to do that all the time, listening to the music, listening to the radio, that sort of thing. It just it clears my head. But I loved cruising. We would the the rare occasion that my parents would let me take out their car. My mom had a Dodge Caravan Sport, Whew. and so we would take out Chick the magnet. We, we took out we would take out the middle seat, mm-hmm. and so it was basically like an apartment on wheels. Yeah, like a limousine. And we would have the friends in the back, and we would roll down. Uh, it was Limburg, mm-hmm. the end of Limburg in St. Louis, and we would pull up next to girls who were also just cruising around, slide open that slide side door, try to like spit game. How often did that work? Not often, but like the uh, the any the, girls ever jump in the minivan with you guys? Yeah, this was like before, like we knew about like human trafficking and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Like you don't think that like people are like jumping out like with a squad to abduct you. This was. <laughs> You know, uh, pre cell phone, pre pre cell phone stuff. But now, because back then, that's the only way you could meet people is like go to a different area than you're from, go to a different mall, try to go to another school. And if you're underage, you can't go to a bar. And so a lot of you know, I I distinctly remember growing up in Brainerd, Minnesota, a small town that one of the big cruising spots where people would park after cruising up and down the road was the Dairy Queen. Hell yeah. And then I remember when I was in South Carolina, also still growing up, a lot of the kids would stop at the BP gas station. Okay. And they'd go inside, and if they were somewhere in that age between 18 and 21, they couldn't go to the bar yet, they'd go in there and get their smokes and hang out in the BP parking lot. Hell yeah. I remember thinking they were so cool, and I'm like, oh god, y'all are just dorks sitting in a gas station parking lot trying to get laid. (laughs) This is Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Mike is joining us for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Mike, if you would be so kind, tell us about your level of education. Uh, Well, my level of uh, education is a uh, senior dropout in high school. Okay, so no community college for you, but that's okay. Did you uh, go back and get the GED, or were you just like, I'm done? Oh, no. I actually went back to adult high school and got my diploma. Good for you. Adult high school. That's a thing? That's a thing. Okay, my man. That's totally a thing. All right, so Mahoney is going to take his headphones off. He is going to leave the studio and go out into the hallway where he cannot hear. You guys are going to be asked the same questions today. If you get one correct, you'll hear the screaming eagle of success. If you get it incorrect, it's the disapproving pony. And this is very important, Mike. You do have a pass today, so feel free to use that whenever you'd like, okay? Got it. All right. So good luck to you. Here is the first question. What is the most commonly grown crop in the United States? Corn? Yeah. Well done. On the board with one. What's the name for a word that has the same or similar meaning as another word? Oh, pass. Okay, no worries. That would be a synonym. A synonym is what you're looking for there. Uh, Question number three, in a fraction, what is the top number called? The... Oh, God, I know this one. It's been a while. I know. Um... 
You know what? It's not coming to me. Yeah, the thing on top, we would have accepted numerator or cowgirls. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one incorrect, technically. We've got three more to go. How many months in a year have exactly 31 days? Ten. No, I'm sorry. It's seven. Seven months have exactly oh. 31 days. Okay, uh, two, two more to go. Okay. We're still we're still fine. We, we can still get three right out of five. Uh, what is the outer layer of the Earth called? Uh, the crust. The crust is correct. Well done. And final question. I think you'll get this one. Where are penguins found in the wild? Uh, the Arctic. Yeah. B. Yeah. Whatever. That's good. Antarctica. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. So well done. You got uh, you got three correct out of five. And uh, now it is my honey's turn to see whether or not he can outkick you. Are, are you done? You ha- you're having a little conversation out in the hallway? I'm, I'm waving you in, telling you we're live on air, and you're just chatting it up. We got, we got new people working. We're in a new building. We're I'm just being friendly, Dave. Okay. All right. Uh, you do have a pass. Feel free to use it whenever you want. Okay. What is the most widely grown crop in the United States? Corn. Yeah. Both of you guys knew that right out of the gate. Yeah, subsidized to no end. Uh, what's the name for a word that has the same or similar meaning as another word? Synonym. Synonym is correct. That is too right for Mahoney. In a fraction, what is the top number called? Numerator. Look at you go. That is three for three. Still have your pass in the bank. How many months in a year have exactly 31 days? Pass. Okay. Five? Uh, seven is the correct answer. No, I don't know. That's one I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, two more to go. What is the outer layer of the Earth called? That is the atmosphere. Oh. Sure that it is. is. That is the crust is what you were looking no, for. No, that's not what you're... No, that's the, the way... Dude, the way this question is, the outer layer of the Earth is the atmosphere. That's what keeps everything in. That's what holds the air in. Okay, that's... If you uh, would have said, what is the outer layer of the surface... Of the Earth, that would be a different story. But you know, the outer layer of the Earth. Just, this is a poorly written question, Jordan. Okay, okay so you everybody agrees. Throw, everybody, agrees. everybody agrees. Well, I, I got the question correct. So yeah. Well, aren't yeah. you aren't you special? Because yes, this is, is a yes, he this is. is a this is a question that can be answered multiple ways, and my answer and is yours correct. was incorrect. That's a, no, it is a not. Shame. I'm right. four for four. <laughs> you are not four, four for four. four. Uh, you are three for four. I'm four for final question. Where are penguins found in the wild? What like what what continent? What like again? Yeah. These are just poorly sure. written questions. Sure. Yeah, like what continent? Yes. Antarctica. Antarctica is correct. Yes. Okay. So Mahoney, you Where, got. Did you go to like a dime store uh, questions uh, place, Jordan? The wild, sir. Not not in the zoo. In the wild, they're found in one place in the wild. And I answered that correctly. Yeah, that's you got not, it that's, correct. That's, that's poorly written. Mahoney, you got four got correct. Five. You got four correct. I got five. You got four correct. I got five. And Mike got five correct. Well done, no, Mike. You win. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get nothing, yep. Mike. Yep, Mike gets, you Mike get gets the tickets. But me hanging up on you. Oh, no, on. Mike, Ma- Mahoney doesn't even know where the button is to hang up on you. You win. Well done. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Sure, a lot of people can relate to this, but man, I feel so bad for my wife today because she was up all night. She just does not feel good today. I don't know if it's something that she ate Dude, or it's what. Been going around, I mean, obviously, it's been so there's... many people sick recently. It's been it's been wild, but yeah. she just feels like garbage. 
And I feel terrible because she's throwing up. She threw up. Yeah, she's throwing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just I mean, just upset stomach, everything else. It's not think, feeling uh, good. any chance she's pregnant again. No, no, I because you have not gotten your vasectomy, Dave. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> wouldn't that be? Dude, something? you're going to need a second car. You're, I mean, because you're like you're fifteen our... passenger van, something, yeah. yeah. You God. you are at capacity as we speak. That's wild to think about. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. So she, she was up me. all night. I yeah, mean, she's up just all night. Sucks. Just feel like garbage. But then, you know, I had to come to work today. Yeah. And so it's like I wish that I could have been there to help, but I had to come in. And so she's got you know four little kids. Mm-hmm. Feels like garbage. Why don't you just take the day off? I would have taken a day off. <laughs> of course you would have. <laughs> in I, solidarity for your wife. I texted her this morning Good and I friend. said, "How are you feeling?" She said. Like, I have the flu, but I have to run a marathon. Do you ever remember your parents being sick? I never, as a child, ever, can ever think of, like, remembering my mom or dad being sick. Because, I mean, in, Very, inevitably yeah. they were. Of course they were. Especially with a house full of kids. Because, I mean, I remember, you know, when we would get a flu, the flu in our house or whatever, you know, there's six kids. It goes around. We would probably. all get it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone just barfing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are sitting here trying to figure out what to do with six yeah, little yeah. vomiting kids. But yeah, it's just it's a nightmare. And then but you're right. Like I don't there's no parents just kinda have to suck it up and deal with it. Well, why don't we uh if she's not feeling better, you just do the show from home tomorrow. And I'll uh, I'll come in, I'll uh You're gonna do what? Also work from home and we'll make Jordan run the board. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's what a good producer does. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, I'm it's again thinking about uh thinking about your, your wife and your kids. Jesus said, uh, bring the kids into work. That'd be some great content. We would have a show. <laughs> Tell you what. I mean, I think uh, I, your, your oldest is finally, I think, I think, I think, I think if we had her on, that could be, uh, could, could be some good content mm-hmm. there. You know, she's going to be seven soon. Mm, yeah. She would have some things to say. Yeah. Ask her about how, how, how good of a parent is Dave? <laughs> bad (laughs) (laughs) i feel like she would use that moment to extort you for a pony (laughs) it's funny that you say that though about like never remembering your parents being sick ever growing up and i don't think i can't recall a time either of seeing them maybe it's just because they hid it from us or whatever probably or just had to figure out how to power through but yeah i don't ever remember my parents being like laid up and sick that's one of my biggest fears about having kids it's just that man the way like i know how miserable I am when I'm tired. Yeah. And I have no, nothing to blame other than my own dumb devices. Staying up all night, video gaming or, or drinking too much or yeah. doing whatever in excess where I, I, I feel like crap the next day. And I, that's just, I like knowing that you have to. Yeah. That's why I like every time, like my wife's like, you know, isn't there something that like you, the reason you want to have a kid, like, either like, I don't like, I mean, like, there's something about me that, like, I love kids and I like how they, you know, like, and you're, I, very, I, you're very good I, with I kids. I love your too. kids, yeah. but those are also your kids. I can also walk away yeah. the moment things get hectic. I'm like, I want to see the, 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 I don't want to see the inner workings and how everything else goes on, the, how the sausage is made. I want to come in for a birthday party, see all the happiness, be cool, get the hell present, out. then get out an hour later. So basically, you want to be an uncle, not a father. Yeah. 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 You know what, Mahoney? If you were a, a, a real friend, you would offer to go take care of the kids for me today. And then you, I, Your I wife would show. not let me take care of your kids. Because <laughs> you know what I would do? I would immediately take them all to just go get, like, 
you know, we'll just go eat ice cream for breakfast. She'd be fine with that. Today. Today. Yeah. This is Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I just wonder if you guys remember what song you lost your virginity to. I remember <laughs> mine very clearly. Uh, I had that stacked 45 thing and the Love and Touch and Squeezing by Journey played. And at that moment where I lost my virginity, I got to hear Ozzy Osbourne screaming, Bark at the Moon. Hell How's yeah. y'all's story? Message deleted. I don't, Dave. Look, I have look, no idea. I don't know if we have access to the uh, the system, if, if some pop has made its way over. Okay. But for me specifically, it was the year 2001. Uh, the album The Ego Has Landed from Robbie Williams was playing. That was my, uh, that was like my, like one kind of like poppy whatever CD that I had. Uh, there was a song called Millennium on there. We don't have it. We don't have that. We, we don't no, have that one. No, but it was no, Robbie was Williams, who was a boy, who's, who kind of has grown as an artist. But even then, he was kind of known as like a boy band yeah. guy. And so uh, that that album, "The Ego Has Landed" from Robbie Williams, was my uh, my sexual awakening day. Yeah. Does it take you back to that moment every time you hear it? Well, it wasn't like embarrassing. It was in my parents' basement, mm-hmm. and it was with a girl. Her name was Bridget Bardot, with like the actress. And uh, it was, you know, uh, just, I'll say this. As a dude who watched a fair amount of porn, uh, even back then, before it was, like, as readily available as it should have been, or as it is now, uh, I was underwhelmed. Like, I thought this was going to be, like, the greatest thing in the history of, like, the world. Because how much it was built up to mm-hmm. be awesome, yeah, sure. and then it was like cool, but like not like nah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only thing that I have that's really associated with the adult relations isn't even isn't even me. No, no, it, it's one of my younger brothers, and, and his roommate dimed him out to me. Do you remember that song by Nelly? The I am number one. Yeah. So <laughs> he would tell me that any time that he would bring a girl back to his place. And he was getting it on. He would shut the door to his bedroom, but turn that on and up so no. loudly that his roommate, who was a friend of mine as well, would hear it blasting through the walls, and he would know exactly what was going on in that room. Nelly, but to have Nelly, I am number one. Like, doesn't that seem so aggressive? Very aggressive. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, that is so cringy. I will, I will say uh, Robbie Williams' Millennium, still better than Will Smith's Willennium uh, to lose your virginity to. Absolutely. Uh, Please leave a message after the tone. Is there any celebrity that you'd actually want to have dinner with? Message deleted. So we've been doing, we've been in media for a long time, been in radio for a long time. We've met a lot of our heroes, uh, like sports heroes and stuff like that. And yep. Uh, met a lot of really interesting people, but for me, the one that like I've Mike Tyson made me starstruck and Gilbert Gottfried, man. And I would yeah. I, I miss Gilbert. I would love I would love I actually got to spend like three or four hours with him about seventeen years ago. Yeah, and it was like one of the best nights of my life, just hanging out with a guy who I idolized from watching him on USA Up all night. 
I told you the same kind of feelings for me with Bob Saget because I watched Full House so much yeah. when I was growing up. And the first time I met him, he came on my radio show when I was like 19. No, I guess I just turned 21 because we went out to a bar after that because he invited us out to a show. Mm-hmm. And then we went to a bar afterwards and we're sitting there just doing shots with Bob Saget. And I was like, such a surreal moment for me. Got but, a, that's like, I mean, alive or dead, I mean, I think Robin Williams would be fascinating to go have a dinner with. Yeah. I think alive, Jim Carrey. I think he'd be a really interesting guy. He's, uh, I think Jim Carrey's just gotten too angry for me. Yeah. To want to like sit down at dinner. Like, I don't want to talk politics. I don't want to talk like the, the weight of the world. Uh, I wouldn't mind having dinner with, uh, the, uh, the wife from season two of White Lotus. Which wife? Uh, the, the one who's down for anything? The the the, the douchebag's wife. Yeah. <laughs> I forget <laughs> what her seems, name was. She seems fun. She was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Krusty Andy said Dave Grohl. Yeah. Been through a lot, but man, he's still a positive, yeah. happy guy. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, James. Listen, you say happy wife, happy life. Buy your wife the gosh darn countertop. Message deleted. You shut up. You know she's listening right now. Dave, well, I mean, we're not buying countertops. Our countertops are fine. There's nothing wrong with the countertops. She, when did she ask for new countertops for your house? How many months ago? Uh, I mean, she's been talking about new countertops for quite some time, but I'd say the, the full court press started about four months ago. And you haven't given in to... Do you know how expensive new countertops are? I do know how are? expensive new countertops are. It's very expensive. But she, if you're, you know, that's the place where you live... There's nothing your, wrong your with your current is, countertops. Your home, home is your sanctuary. Well, maybe not to you. Like, dude, there was nothing wrong with having a mattress in a corner. I know. On, without, not even on a a, a a mattress spring or a, a box, box spring. spring. <laughs> we just had a mattress. You just had a mattress half, in the Half carried on fitted sheet <laughs> that's on there, stains. That was fine to us, Dave. And we would, if we could get late still, like we just remove all the things, you know, whatever. We would be okay with that. You know what's funny is when when you think back to like having a mattress in the corner of a room on the floor, mm-hmm. because a mattress even on a box spring and a frame in the corner is not great. Dicey. Yeah. It's a little dicey, but it happens. It's I a get step that. up, but yeah, it's a step up from the floor. But man, shout out to all those dirtbag chicks that would hook up with a dude with a mattress on the corner, in in the corner on the floor. Yep. God bless you. Ah, you Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. I feel for you, Mahoney. This is something that I was struggling through not too long ago, and it's something that I know that you're dealing with right now. And trying to explain this to our parents' generation or the generation before that, imagine trying to explain to your grandparents why it's so upsetting when your Instagram algorithm is screwed up and you're getting fed ads for the wrong thing. I got to show you these ads that I've been getting. They are crazy. And I know this seems like a such a first world problem. It, it really is. But I don't know what the hell I clicked on to get these. But let me just show you. Uh, let me just show you this one. Hit play on that. So uh, it's a condom. Uh, so these are all animated ads. And this this one is a condom that's being poked by uh, somebody with a... Like a pin. Yeah, a safety pin, that, which is crazy to begin with. But like then there's all of these ads for these apps that are games. I, I haven't... I, like I'm... 
kind of curious to download them because the advertising for these things is just outrageous. Did you get the ball hair one? I have not. No, but like like these the pseudo-sexual, weird, animated ads for... So it's like this girl stands up and she's covered in dirt and then it gives you the option. But they, she's got it's like... It's called it, Project Makeover. But it starts off with a one of those, you know, like back guns. Thera guns, yeah. And it's like right in the, you know, the thigh region and it's moving in. And you're like, how has Instagram greenlit some of these ads... So that again, are so oh, like wow. pseudo sexual. This project makeover one is an animated girl, and the options that it gives to her is do the makeover first or seduce his father. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I've got to make something for our, our Instagram at Dave Mahoney. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out this week and and showcase some of these ads and just how ridiculous they are. But I've been sending these to my wife because I've just, I, I'm, you know. Uh, blown away by what this is that's getting pushed to me or what I could have clicked on to make the algorithm think that I deserve to be served these sorts of ads. But I mean, I get that I've been watching them now because I can't seen this stop. one. I have seen that one. Okay. Yes. So this one, I guess is actually probably targeted the, the right direction, but it's, it's called flash your balls and it says permanent results, 10 t- treatments, FDA cleared. And I think the idea is like you put your junk in there uh huh. I'm like, I'm not threading my junk through anything that's FDA cleared for permanent results. Like that just sounds like a and bad is idea. FDA cleared? It's not FDA approved. approved. Yeah, that's that's it ain't approved. But for a while, the reason why I said that I've been, you know, I, I can empathize with you on this is that I was for the longest time Instagram thought that I was like a middle aged woman. Okay. And so I was getting fed all of these ads for things that were clearly targeted. Yeah, you know, whether it's like yoga pants or jewelry or whatever it is. And then I start thinking, I'm like, has my wife been sneaking into my phone and liking stuff under my account <laughs> for gift ideas? <laughs> Which that's a, that, She's just slowly speaking into the microphone. Diamonds. New countertops. <laughs> You're the worst. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz. Blitz. Glamour. Blitz. And out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So on Sunday night, it was the grand finale of the season for White Lotus. If you have not been watching White Lotus, there's now two seasons in the bag. I thought season one was fantastic. Season two, even better. Very rarely do you see a show that gets uh, critically acclaimed like White Lotus. I mean, it won a ton of uh, Emmys. This past award show season and season Gold two. Globes, all that stuff. Everyone yeah, yeah. was talking about how great that show is. But, man, I'm, I'm with you. It's hard to say which season I liked more because they're just so good and so different. And the fact that you have almost two completely different casts mm-hmm. that are coming in together. The creator, I think his name is Mike White. I, I watched a couple of interviews with him. And uh, I'm looking forward to season three. My wife is so bummed now that that show is over. HBO just has this uncanny way of finding the best shows on television i was trying to describe white lotus to somebody yesterday because i asked them it's hard it's it's a dark comedy that's a murder mystery that's also genuinely funny though yes and and it is just so well done i if you haven't seen white lotus would highly recommend if you're one of those people that likes to binge shows there's two full seasons that are available and the now. Music just, excellent. Is the just, scoring the, is great. The the, the, music the videography is, is beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's very very uh, well and done. And I think 
I don't know if they've officially greenlit season number three, but after the finale, they're, they do like uh, an interview with Mike White, the creator, and he talks about same uh, guy who plays three. quarterback for the New York Jets, right? Pretty sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah, look this, yeah, they look yeah. almost exactly yeah. the same. Same Mike. Uh, so, so having a, a, a third season to, uh, to to look forward to, ah, man, I I don't know if I can recommend it to everybody, mm-hmm. but like I feel like if you like us, you would like that probably. Yeah. So Johnny Knoxville is being sued for so what dumb. I think is a excellent prank. Because uh, <laughs> they run down what happened in this prank uh-huh. and just have a listen. So the lawsuit was filed by a handyman who said he was traumatized after being the subject to an elaborate prank by, by Johnny Knoxville. So this handyman got hired to fix a dimmer switch at the home. During the repair, a lamp went out and a young girl goes running into the room and starts accusing this guy of killing her pony. Oh, my God. The homeowner and the girl then take him to a room where the pony was being kept on a life support machine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the handyman then looked out the window and saw that his car was being towed. And then when he went to call 911, the homeowner said that he would be arrested for cocaine possession and showed a bag of white powder. Knoxville then emerged and revealed that the whole thing was a prank, offered him a few hundred dollars for his role in it. And the handyman is now saying that he's a victim and he has suffered from lack of sleep and anxiety oh, and emotional distress up. ever since. It's like. Dude, it was a prank. Dude, a pony on a life support machine is just peak awesome. This is David Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Your dad being a therapist, Dave is a very important job, and your mom always has somebody to talk to. Does he still practice? Thanks, bye. Message deleted. No, my dad is no longer a uh, practicing psychologist. He did that for years, and then he became the chair of a psychology department at a university. And so, um, you know, some people are like, was that really weird growing up with a dad that was a psychologist? You know that he was always just, like, analyzing everything that you were doing? And I said, no. Like, he didn't ever like pull that card like why i know what i'm my, talking about because i'm why a therapist. bring work home exactly <laughs> you know? yeah. like do this save that for when i'm getting paid but also i mean frankly there was just too many too many kids so, yeah uh, yeah, yeah it's just like whatever just shut up <laughs> uh but no it's uh, you know it de- definitely interesting growing up in an environment where when you look back at it you're yeah. like okay so he probably did understand a lot of the developmental things that like me as a parent that didn't study psychology at the phd level and just we're just kind of figuring out as we go, mm-hmm. right? Like most normal people, but he probably understood a lot of things about us and the w- the reasons we were acting the way that we were acting, even when we didn't understand it ourselves. Yeah, I mean, as a kid, like you're acting out or you're getting in trouble, you're doing things you're not supposed to be doing. You know, I mean, all of that now, it's like you understand. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm just, I, I just think about it. What an a hole I was as a kid. Dude. And, Why our parents still talk to us uh, and love us? Yeah. You know, that's just the, the unconditional love. Sometimes it's like just shows how lucky we are to have been raised by people like that. Because, you know, I thought for many years, probably until I was maybe like late 20s, everything that I did in life, you know, because it's again, it wasn't we weren't rich. Can you we weren't super successful on the on the radio. We <laughs> still aren't. Well, but I mean, like we do. We you know. But like, I thought I did everything on my own. I thought literally yeah. at that point, like everything I everything I've ever achieved is because of 
my skill and my hard work and my dedication. And at 16 years old, we had it all yep. figured out. And, and then you look back on it, you're like, I knew nothing. I know I, I, I know that I know less now than ever. Like the older I get, the you know, the the dumber I feel because it's there's just more and more layers to everything that exists. And that's you know, I mean it's part of life and I, I, I do embrace that part of uh of life growing up. But I mean there is something that like to go back and live one of those like eighteen year old days again. To yeah. kind of like where you're the only care in the world was like, I want to see my friends and I want to try to get laid. My and wife was, was talking to me it. about that just the other night because, you know, we every time that we go out now, we have to get babysitters and everything else. And it's complicated and you, you know, you want to have fun, but not too much fun because you have to go home and you have to wake up early with the kids. And oh, it's yeah. just like, you know, it's it's a riddle every single time that we do anything. And she's like, it's just such a far cry from, you know, when you're in your early 20s and you're hanging out with your friends and Time did all, not you're, all you're doing is going. What can I do that's fun tonight? Yeah, you know how can I just have a have a good time? And that's it. And no consequences. You know, you go out. Maybe you don't have as much money as you yeah. want, but it doesn't matter. You're hanging out with your friends, just just ripping it up. Well, even even now we've got our company Christmas party later mm-hmm. on this week, yeah. and it's on a weekday, and it starts at six p.m. And you're like, oh, that's too late for me. I don't know if I can. Do I this. mean realist like i don't plan on going like because back again let's you you roll back even 12 13 years ago when we were starting the show man like company christmas party was like a bonanza for me you looked you look forward to it because yeah. there's free drinks uh, free drinks um trying you know, to hook up with people co-workers. are gonna make bad decisions yeah. and now i'm just like ah i need to be in bed I, I like that still sounds fine but not on a thursday yeah please leave a message after the tone Okay, this is an interesting question, guys. What era would you choose to live in if you could go back in time? I would probably live in a prehistoric time, land before dinosaurs. Message deleted. Know, that sounds terrible, man. Like, I'm, no. I'm so accustomed to, like, air conditioning. Because like, I think the first answer that came to my head was, like, the Wild West. And then you think about just how smelly everything is. Oh, that's why my wife will not watch Game of Thrones. She's like, these people don't bathe. Everybody's dirty. It's mm-hmm. cold. Everything probably smells real bad. You've got like one set of clothes. Can you imagine how awful it is? Even if you were the king and you lived in a castle, you would still have to basically poop in a stone outhouse in the middle of the night. And the only way to find yeah. your way to the bathroom is to light a candle. Yeah. Ugh. Not cool. If I have so, a lighter, I mean, so, what are you, matches? So that, let's, let's just get rid of that, first and foremost. Uh, I would like to be a yuppie in the 80s. I would like yeah. to have. Uh, I would like to be about like 28 years old, mm-hmm. 27 years old, and be making way more money than I deserve. I feel like that could have been peak because, because that all was, the cocaine was pure. Cocaine, so pure. You can't do cocaine anymore. Fentanyl's ruined everything. The fentanyl, for sure. And also, that was like the golden age, and we didn't realize it then before cameras. Technology was still like, you know, uh, it's still the convenience was still there, but technology had not gotten out of control to the point where. Every moment of our life is documented, so I think I feel like 1986, like would be a would be a, a, a great time to go back. To. I like that we had an opportunity there to be like, I want to go back to the era of when Hitler was on the rise and kill him and save millions of lives, and instead we choose. I want to be coked out in a Corvette Stingray. Hell yeah! <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you.
So I'm curious your thoughts on this, Mahoney, whether or not you think this is something that should be done or should not be done. You know, we've talked about Airbnbs and how you know, them and the Verbos and all that other stuff can make you feel a little uneasy. Like, am I being watched in here? Is there some creep that owns this place that has set up cameras? Yeah. You know, you, we you, hear you, stories about that a lot. You have this expectation of privacy when you go into an environment like that where, you know, you're living somewhere and you're getting naked and showering and all this stuff. It's supposed to be private. It's yeah. supposed to be private. You're and pulling your junk out. For, for the most part, I think that that's the case. Yeah. But I didn't know that Airbnb was actually doing this. Did you know that they are doing background checks on people? Good. Please. Do. So they're... There was somebody, I guess, uh, the reason why it's causing some issues is because there's individuals that are attempting to book stays at Airbnbs, and they have, like, an old drug charge or something like that from many years ago, and because of that, you know, 15, 20 years later, they can't book an Airbnb, and they're like, well, what the hell, man? But if you're talking about... They also shouldn't be able to rent them out. I'm I'm more concerned about... That's exactly right. So renting it out, and it, it, it... does go both ways, so it's okay. the hosts and the guests, um, where they do background checks on people, and I'm not totally opposed to it. I mean, no, you're talking- I think it, 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 it makes it slightly less convenient, but I am here to make things slightly less convenient if they become safer, and that's one of my biggest issues with the you know with Uber and Lyft, and even early on with that, it's like the background checks were so poorly done, or if not done at all in some cases over the years, and the, you know we got these. Creeps, felons. We've got people who were, you know, predators who were who were driving for that. And at least one of the things, like in your major metropolitan city that has a taxi cab service, at least there is a uh, supposed to be a baseline, and, yeah, you sure. know, of uh, background checks that go into that. And then they kind of subverted that, killed the taxi industry, and you know, it's uh, it's become a, it's become a real problem. Yeah, I think that there is certainly uh, a level head that needs to be applied to this. Like if somebody has a weed conviction from 15 years ago, of course that shouldn't preclude them from. But if they're... If it's a violent offense. A violent offense or something that has to do with kids or something like that. Anything like that. Get get them out of there for everything in life. I am... uh, I know, I know. I guess it's a Tinder that has launched a verified service. I think we were talking about a story about that a couple weeks ago. I'm, uh, you know, we we have a fr- we're friends with a lawyer who had a pretty high, you know, pretty uh, high profile case that uh, was heard in front of, I believe, the Supreme Court about you know one of these dating sites that are out there and how one of his clients was damn near murdered I mean, by like somebody. The person that did, did it thought did, they killed yes. her, and she somehow miraculously survived, but it turns out that this guy was a dirtbag and had previous convictions for violent assault and maybe even attempted murder if, in the past. It was, and, and the fact that he was allowed back on a platform like that, and they go, oh, yeah, sorry, there's no way for us to do background checks, when clearly there is. Dude, they have all the, like, the, the social media networks the information and and Google that has on us, yes, that like if we are going to big brother this, which I don't think we can put that genie back into the no, bottle. No. Now at this point, I mean, our information is just out there in every sense of the word. At least it's put constantly it towards, being sold and traded. Yeah. At least put it towards good use of protecting people. I don't know. There's not a lot of profit margin in being a good person, Mahoney. <sighs> I mean, there should be. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But I don't know. I'm not mad that they're doing it. I think it's kind of a necessary step. Yes. And if it makes, you know, good 
good-natured people Make that are just trying to have fun. Party at the Red Roof Inn that's, like we had to when we were underage. That's where you belong. Exactly. I'll meet you in room 344. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Where the wind blows wild and free There's a lovely spot, just the only one That means home sweet home to me If you follow the old Kit Carson Trail Till the desert meets the hills Oh, you certainly will agree with me It's the place of a thousand thrills Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine, out by the trucky silvery rills, out where the sun always shines, here is the land that I love the best, fairer than all I can see, she's deep in the heart of the golden west, home means Nevada to me, one more time now, home Nevada to me.